As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place, and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences Each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. David Keene feels he's living the dream, making his way from New York City to Denver, Brooklyn to the Bahamas, and now having landed in Phoenix, Arizona. David has masterfully combined his lifelong passions and professional experience to craft his ultimate bucketless career. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Krista Laurie. Thanks for joining. David Keene is CEO of his own event-centric marketing company, which creates customized live experiences within the sports and entertainment sponsorship landscape. We get the ins and outs of this dream pivot for David in the episode. He was always a sports fanatic with a keen business mind. And we discuss how high-volume property management prepared him for sports marketing and event production on his own terms. This one has actionable takeaways and more ahead. So let's dig in. David, it's so great to have you on Bucket List Careers. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much, Krista, for having me. I am thrilled to be here. Well, you have the right narrative for the show. We want to dig into your mindset as far as why you made pivots, when you made them. But right now, you are the founder and CEO of DDK Productions, and you do marketing for clients through customized live experiences within the sports and entertainment sponsorship landscape, which is a desirable space to be in. We want to talk about how you're staying competitive, all of that. We will dig in. But first, let's dial it back, as I always do. Your initial love was sports broadcasting. And I know you interned at a station in Denver. So let's start there and kind of walk us through it. Yeah, well, so going even further back, Krista, my I mean, original passion, it was playing sports. 
I played baseball and basketball competitively through high school. I took up golf, a tennis from a very young age. And so sports was always a huge, huge fabric of my life. And then when I realized and I got to college that I was not good enough to play at a high, you know, division one level where I went to school, I kind of retired. Sadly, I have always been a sports fan not just playing, but, but watching, going to games and the broadcasting end of it was super interesting to me. Yes. It really has now, I mean, completely taken off in, in the industry when you see what Tom Brady is about to be earning and he isn't even doing it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just there, there was a passion there. And Chris, so this is back to your show and what you're trying to get people to hear and learn. Yes. I interned in Denver when I was 18 years old in the summer, loved it, got amazing learning of how that whole industry works with TV and cutting video and interviewing people. And, and I was like, no way. (laughs) I was like, I was like this, I just know is not for me. So I moved back to New York uh, after finishing college and I got connected with a gentleman there who owned a lot of buildings, Section 8 apartments in Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. uh, in Bedford-Stuyvesant, a lot of lower income apartments that he was renovating and turning into to get Section 8 rentals. And I managed 500 apartment units throughout about 20 buildings in Mm Bed-Stuy for about three or four years. And Krista, I have to tell you that that does not sound glamorous and it was not glamorous (laughs) by any stretch of the imagination, but the managerial skills and the attention to detail and figuring out quick problem solving is something that stays with me to this minute that I will cherish and very, very important to learn. Absolutely. Managing hundreds of units. And those are transferable skills that are so valuable. And I know that you've been able to bring those to your next big pivot. And, and, and <laughs> would you say that you came up with this concept? I know you freelanced in the Bahamas at Atlantis, yes. <laughs> the resort Atlantis, <laughs> at the, let's see, the Michael Jordan Celebrity Golf Tournament as an event producer. Was yep. that a moment where you said, I'm going to step back? I am not feeling property management for the long term. And what I'm going to need to do is something dramatic. I don't know what you got paid as a freelancer there, <laughs> but was that a, a step back to step forward? Yes, it absolutely was. So Chris, so a little bit more background on my family and just some other important jobs that came along to, to get me to where I am. Right. My parents were both in the theater on Broadway. Oh. So I grew up in that world and I've always had a passion for creating and seeing and feeling incredible in-person experiences. Mm, love that. Truth be told, never had a minute of wanting to ever go into the theater <laughs> in that way. You saw what my parents went through incredibly hard world, love, passion, beyond belief, just wasn't for me. But something from those experiences transcended to my next part, which was my parents actually passed away when I was in high school. Mm. And I was pseudo adopted by my aunt and uncle in Denver, Colorado, who owned a catering company. 
And I used to go in high school and work for them in the summers, doing everything, parties, driving, schlepping food, whatever needed to be done. And so I took a step back first at the point where I was kind of done with property management. And I said to myself, what do I want to do next? What am I passionate about? And, and I have like good DNA and, and learnings of some skill sets here that could really morph into sports, which I'm passionate about, right. events, hospitality, and kind of combining all of these, these things. And that's really how I landed at the Michael Jordan Celebrity Invitational Golf Tournament. And yeah. that was a great pivot <laughs> to sports marketing. And that led me on to several other jobs from there. So you were already starting to bring together aspects of your personality, your professional desires, your passions, sports, entertainment area, bringing it together nicely. And then you went back to New York after that experience for an event called Band in a Bubble. (laughs) What was that? (laughs) Yeah. So this was a really interesting one. After Michael Jordan, a sports marketing agency reached out to me and was looking for freelance help for an event that was going on at Pier 54 down on 14th Street in the West Side Highway in, in Manhattan. Yep. For three months, the pier was taken over. Uh, there were several different entities and sponsors involved, but the long and the short of it was there was a band called Cartel. They were a boy band in that like mid-2000 genre of like, I'm going to get the names wrong. I think it was Fallout. Fall, you maybe you well, like one One Direction, like that yeah, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. They were put into a literal bubble that was built on this pier and recorded their third album. Okay, they had to do it for a month. They couldn't leave the bubble, and when they finished recording it, they broke out of the bubble and did a live concert on the pier. Oh, that's so, so fascinating. I was basically living at this pier for three months. There were sponsors, Dr. Pepper, Walmart. That sounds cool. It was, there were a lot of different moving parts. And so that led me into full-time opportunity with the agency, which is part of WPP Group M, Group MESP, that I worked at for eight or nine years. That really got me fully into the world that I'm yeah. So you've kind of fell in love with it, doing these particular projects. And I can understand why. And then this whole concept of experience marketing, marketing through experiences, that obviously planted a seed then. But did you know you were going to start your own company at that point? And when was that point? When did you say, all right, I'm going to break out and do this myself, right? Right. Good question. I started the company at the beginning of 2016. I would say that in, in like 2013, 2014, I was starting to think about what is the next step here? What, how can Let I- Let me stop you there and ask why. What, what was not working for you at that particular firm where you were? Quite honestly, Krista, unfortunately, when you're a part of a big media conglomerate or any other big corporation, it gets to a point with both compensation you can only go so far, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't feeling completely enriched by it. It was getting a little redundant. And we had had a lot of turnover in our firm. A lot of close colleagues and friends had moved on to other agencies or other things in life. And it was just, I was just saying to myself, maybe, maybe this is the time. 
And throughout those years, Krista, what I learned about the business specifically, I call it the ecosystem or the swim lane that I really take on. Yeah. Is that it can be done through a smaller company. Okay. Because at the end of the day, the way that I'm functioning with clients is personal relationship and client service. And I'm giving that to them and those companies because they know they're getting me. And when they're with another agency, they're getting a lot of people who are moving around. Right. There's a lot of personal touch to it that I think differentiates myself. Well, how many employees do you have? This is something that is obviously very top of mind for me. I'm a small business. And, and right now it, it is myself and my wife. Oh. And I, I get support through outsourcing through other companies that help me with staffing or fabrication or MCs or signage. I kind of manage all of that. One of the struggles I have had as a small business is taking on employees quite, quite candidly. Sure. When is the right point to do that? That comes with an incredible amount of additional time and effort and, and money yeah. to support that. But, but obviously I can't do it all myself. So there, it's, it's finding the balance of, of, of that. And that's something that I know is going to hopefully be an evolution uh, in, in short order here. Right. Well, I think that also understanding how to cut your overhead, how to outsource and make that effective and productive for you is part of the journey to success. Yes. Yes. If I could give some advice to small business owners out there and not even in my industry, and obviously every business and sector is, is different. Yeah. That's good. We like broad too, that we can apply to anything. The management of overhead is obviously critical, but, but also to understanding your time, like mm. being efficient with your time is really, really important. That has served you. Yeah. Well, coming out of COVID now, obviously experiences are in high demand. So let's talk about some of the things that you're doing. I mean, I'm going to very quickly mention ddkproductions.com and talk to me about the events you currently have in the works. I have been very fortunate to work with a a bank called Regions Bank. Mm -hmm. They are based in Birmingham, Alabama. They are a regional bank through about 18 states throughout the Southeast. They are the official bank of the Southeastern Conference. So just right there in the sports world, that is the the top of the top as far as college sports goes. Of course. Alabama, Florida, Auburn, on and on and on. In 2014, Krista, they became a partner of the ESPN SEC Network and continue to be to this day. And that partnership I have been a part of in lockstep every minute of the way from an experiential on-site perspective. Every Saturday in the fall, there's a live television show called SEC Nation, uh, very similar to College Game Day, but it is all SEC focused. And the the show goes to a different SEC campus every Saturday. And we bring an activation there for regions that I manage. And it's really a lot of fun and a huge marketing effort and initiative for regions. Right. That is right in their footprint of business. 
and important as a branding, fans, messaging, everything that goes on around that. Well, thank you for sharing all the projects because I think it's also good and inspiring for anyone that's interested in experiential marketing. Yes. Also an entrepreneurial approach to it and running your own small business and doing all these incredible events. So thank you, David Keen, so much for coming on Bucket List Careers. I know this goes way too fast, right? Way too fast. Yes. Thank you so much for the time. But it was great to hear your journey. And I know that listeners are going to learn a lot from it. So thanks for sharing with us. Thanks so much. And uh, really appreciate the time. Take care. Take care. Thanks for joining me for episode 76 of Bucket List Careers. I'm Crystal Laurie. We do appreciate your support. Speaking of which, we are working on branded merchandise to be selling on the website, and we're open to ideas from you, suggestions. Would you be more inclined to, say, buy a T-shirt or a cup with the BLC logo, perhaps a phone case? I saw that one on another podcast as some merch. So let us know your ideas. We'd love to hear from you. At Bucket List Careers on social media, Krista at bucketlistcareerspodcast.com. Be sure to connect with me. All right, we'll be back next week with another guest. Be well. An ironic media production. Visit us at ironickmedia.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.